1: Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective.
0: 2020 on Vision. Well, from time to time, you'll hear of state governments who are planning to introduce what is called a Bill of Rights. And the latest state government in Australia that's been thinking about and planning such an initiative has been the Queensland state government. Well, not everybody is in favour of a Bill of Rights, and there are a lot of things that have kept a Bill of Rights from being implemented around Australia. Roz Phillips from Family Voice Australia joining us. Hello, Roz. Welcome back to 2020.
1: Thank you, Neil. Good to be with you.
0: Uh, Ros, there's a bit of history when it comes to bills of rights of various state governments looking at different times to introduce such a document, such a concept. Uh, For people who don't understand what a Bill of Rights is, how do you describe it?
1: Well, uh, different countries have different things. Um, Canada has a Bill of Rights. It's called a Charter of Rights uh, embedded in its constitution and so does the USA. You've probably heard of the USA Bill of Rights, which gives every citizen the right to bear arms, and that means that every um, American citizen can go and buy a gun from a shop, and uh, lots of people wish that wasn't in their Bill of Rights, but there you are. Uh, In Australia, uh, the Victorian government put uh, what they call a the Charter of Rights and Responsibilities, although it had no responsibilities written in it, in legislation, and the ACT has done the same. But everywhere else where it's been discussed, eventually it's been rejected because of the huge problems associated with listing rights that are then sort of set in concrete, but nobody knows exactly what they mean.
0: So there have been governments that have put in place a bill or a charter of rights, uh, state governments, as well as some attempts that have happened federally. Uh,
1: Federally, it's come up, I remember, probably you were a baby at the time, Neil, (laughs) back in 1973 when uh, the Whitlam government was in power and uh, Senator Lionel Murphy um, wanted a Bill of Rights but wiser heads than he persuaded him that that was not a good idea. Then the idea was raised again in the uh, 1980s, again under the Hawke government, but once again uh, the idea was dropped when it was realised how bad it was. In fact, they did have a, a referendum to try and incorporate four rights into the Constitution, and each of those four was soundly rejected by the people of Australia. And, of course, we now have, uh, under the Rudd government, the idea came up again, and Bob Carr, if you remember Bob, he used to be New South Wales Premier and more recently our Foreign Minister, uh, he told all his Labor colleagues how terrible that would be and he told them how it had gone so terribly wrong in Canada and the UK and Russia and elsewhere. And uh, now in Queensland they're coming up with it just for Queensland. But the problems remain.
0: From what I understand, Ros, the way that a Bill of Rights would work and the downside that is described is that it's really a handover of power from elected representatives who make our laws uh, to the courts. And so it creates complications and it means that the power uh, that comes to change laws and to make decisions about laws actually goes to the courts rather than the Parliament. Is that the way it works?
1: Absolutely the way it works, because if the Bill of Rights says uh, everyone has the right to family life, what does that mean? Well, what it means is that supposing somebody has committed a crime and they get put in jail, and uh, of course they don't see their family, do they? So they complain that their rights under this Bill of Rights have been denied, and a judge may decide that because of this person's right to family life... He should be let out of jail. And that sort of thing has happened. And it means that the law, that perhaps a person had uh, robbed somebody or murdered somebody, um, that law passed by the Parliament doesn't matter. It's the um, Bill of Rights as interpreted by a judge that overrides the lot. And you can imagine all sorts of situations where a vague right is written into the Bill of Rights But who decides what it means? Not the Parliament, uh, a judge. And uh, you can't vote a judge out at the next election.
0: Are there examples that you can point to, Ros, internationally where it somehow or other has backfired when the Bill of Rights has been implemented and used to deal with particular cases?
1: Mm. Well, there are quite a few around, but I'll just cite a couple that Bob Carr mentioned He gave a speech at a family voice meeting some years ago and he told uh, about the situation in Britain. Uh, We don't have many gypsies in Australia, but in Britain they have quite a few and they tend to travel around in their caravans and so on and just park in fields and so on. uh, And then they move on. But on this occasion they decided they wanted to go in a particular area belonging to a man who had a factory surrounded by a high fence. And they broke down the fence um, and just moved in. The factory owner had called the police when his fence was being broken down and the police said they couldn't do anything because the Human Rights Act in uh, the UK said that um, everybody had the right to... uh, effectively living space i can't remember the exact words and the police would not intervene which is horrendous it means that uh, you might own your home but you can't stop other people breaking in if they just feel like it so that was horrendous and the uh, the labor minister under whom the bill was passed in the uk later admitted that he'd got it wrong They may have since amended it, I don't know, but it was a disaster at the time. Then in Canada, the government, this was in a a province of Canada, had passed a law to to provide monetary incentives for doctors to go and work in rural areas. We have the same problem in Australia, as you know. There are two-a-penny doctors in the big cities, but not not enough doctors in the country. So the government was offering monetary incentives um, so that doctors would move to the country and they had to, I think, uh, agree to a contract that they'd stay there for so many years. Well, apparently um, some doctors complained and a judge overruled that whole incentive scheme that had been passed by the government and said it, it breached doctors' freedom of movement. And so that scheme didn't work and they couldn't encourage doctors to work in the country. And I think overall, most people would agree that that scheme was a very good idea to help the people in the country get adequate medical care. But a judge had used their Bill of Rights to uh, make the law null and void.
0: So what we're talking about is the idea that the laws that are made by our politicians going to be adequate for us because at least we can vote out our politicians if there are bad laws passed. But if those laws are put into a Bill of Rights that a court is then responsible to make judgment upon, uh, then if you've got a good set of judges, that's all good. But if the judges change and they become not so good judges, then you can get different decisions than you would ordinarily have thought you'd get. Uh, So some challenges there when it comes to a Bill of Rights. Uh, Your advice, Roz Phillips, for the Queensland Government, Anastasia Palaszczuk uh, looking through this issue at the moment, what are your your thoughts?
1: Well, I would get people to contact their local MPs and say, please vote against this bill. Because, um, you know, there's been an inquiry. Family Voice was one of those who made submissions. And one of the parliamentary committees looked at the uh, idea. And guess what? All the opposition members on the committee uh, said it wouldn't be a good idea to have a Bill of Rights. And all the government members on the committee said it would be a good idea. And in the Queensland Parliament, even though um, Premier Palaszczuk only has a very small majority, um, if everybody votes in her party, votes the way she wants, then uh, no matter what the opposition says, that will go through. So I think the Labor MPs need to be persuaded by their local voters that they may live to regret a Bill of Rights and it would be a good idea to vote it down before they get one.
0: So the wisdom is get in touch with your state MP and let them know your thoughts on a Bill of Rights. Ros Phillips, always good getting your insights. I'll point people to the Family Voice Australia website at fava.org.au and no doubt there'll be some resources there for people to call on to understand what's happening in the state of Queensland. Ros, thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020.